This is Marty Shupak at Jets Rewind. I'm in Valley Cottage, New York. I'm going to be joined by Ray Clifford in a few minutes. Ralph Sharega has the night off. We are about uh, three hours post the Jets game. They lost 19 to 14 to the Carolina Panthers. We are recording this at seven o'clock Sunday night. The second games that are being played are slowly coming to the end. I know there's a few good games of Kansas City, Cleveland, the Patriots, Miami. But anyway, this show is about the Jets, so we're going to talk about the Jets. In the first half, I have to say that it was the most uninspiring offense I've ever seen. It was kind of Luke Falkish, not that I'm comparing uh, Zach Wilkinson to Luke Falk, but it was so inane and blasé and boring. And our offensive line cannot protect anything. He can't block a door. It's just incredible. And the um, Carolina Panthers, you know, they, they went up in halftime. They were leading 16 to nothing. And we all just thought that the game was just going to drag on the second half and it had all the earmarks of a 31 or 34-3 game. But all of a sudden, the Jets, they, it looks like they made a couple of adjustments. They start throwing more to the tight ends, some short passes. They had no running game at all. I mean, for whatever we heard about our offensive line being improved, it just is not improved at all. And... Um, Mackay Becton, just so you know, the update on his injury, I'm going to get to his play in a few minutes, is that it's a, a, a sprain MCL, so it's nothing ripped or torn. I, I gather he's going to miss a couple of weeks, maybe leading up to the, uh, it might be a good idea, leading up to the bye week, which is after the uh, Atlanta game in London. But uh, nevertheless, the offensive line, they looked horrific the whole game. And to me, it was the same thing that Sam Darnold was going through with the Jets the last three years. And talking about Sam Darnold, he looked better. He looked like he had time. The uh, Carolina Panthers, were, were, they were giving him time, which it, it I, in all honesty, I don't quite understand that because all week long I was hearing on different podcasts and radio shows down in Carolina how their offensive line is made of patchwork journeymen. But we could not get a pass rush on uh, Sam Darnold. John Franklin Myers had the only sack. He also had two tackles for a loss. Now, the second half, it was kind of a different ball game when they were moving forward and Zach Wilson uh, started putting up some pretty good numbers. And I just want to talk about Zach Wilson for a minute or two. He showed things today that we really haven't seen in a long time. And I can't remember seeing some of the things he did. And in particular, I'm talking about, uh, I, I guess it would be four plays. One was a long pass to Corey Davis. One was a long pass to Elijah Moore, who he didn't catch it. He dropped it. I thought he should have had it. 
And uh, the other two were the two touchdown passes, one to um, Corey Davis, and um, I guess both of them were to Corey Davis. In fact, this was uh, Corey Davis's first multiple touchdown game ever. But, uh, you know, it was, it was one of those games – where and I'm I'm like the biggest sore loser in the world. You could ask Ray Clifford that. Here he is. How you doing, Buckeye? Good. I, doing? I just I just started. I'm giving him a little editorial, and then I'm gonna have you do it. Okay. But uh, Ray and Ralph could tell you I'm the biggest sore loser in the world. I <laughs> think the Jets should go out and they should win every game. And but I gotta tell you, and the, I know there are no moral victories in the NFL, but Jet fans. They have to go away feeling like there's hope for a number of reasons. Number one, the team played gritty in the second half and they clawed the way back. Sam Darnold, I'm sorry, uh, Zach Wilson, we'll be mistaking those guys all year, right, Ray? But Zach Wilson, <laughs> again, he, he looked to me, I thought he looked great. Now, the first half, he didn't look good at all. His numbers are he was 20 for 37, 258 yards, two TDs, one interception. The one interception was a, a horrific throw, and he even said that in the news conference. He was sacked six times, but there were five drops. So keep that in mind. So, you know, very rarely, and I think almost never, do I come away with a positive feeling after a loss. And I, again, I wasn't happy, but thinking about it and then rewatching some of the highlights, you have to feel better about the organization right now. And, and, and we've beat it to a dead horse with the offensive line. And we're gonna have to suffer through this year, it looks like, unless they could do some sort of patchwork. But without draft picks next year, two in the first round, two in the second round, I think at least two, maybe three of those picks are going to be offensive linemen. So I'm going to turn this over to Ray, and I want to hear his thoughts. But I came away with a feeling, I guess, I would use the word hope. And I think the future could be positive. I'm not saying they're going to beat the Patriots next week. But this is what we want. We want a team to be competitive. So I, I think there is hope. And I, we found our franchise quarterback in my mind. And Ray, I, before you came on the, I was saying, I saw him do things that we've never seen done in forever on the Jets. Some of his scramblings and, you know, some of those he was uh, surrounded by multiple defenders, but some of the things he was doing was unbelievable. And what's your thoughts, Ray, on the game? Well, first, I would say uh, I was completely happy with Zach not from the standpoint that he he was great. He was good. He was solid. He was under pressure a lot more than I expected. And um, and he had the, you know, he, he had those first time jitter. I guess you could call him jitters uh, or whatever. You know, he's, he's got that learning curve. I thought the second half showed that he can handle it, but on the downside, the offensive line uh, was worse than I feared. <laughs> so I was, I thought he was going to have just the kind of problems he had when he dropped back to pass. 
especially the first half. I mean, that looked so much like last year. But I thought we were going to be able to run the ball a little bit. And, you know, so maybe we could kind of get things going that way and then make passing a little easier. But that first half was just nothing. There was nothing to say about our first half offensively that was that we had drops. He was getting sacked. He looked at one point, he looked like he looked really uncomfortable. And that kind of worried me for a bit. But the second half, I thought he handled the pressure really well. His throws for the most part, you know, like you say, the interception was bad. He made a couple of throws that weren't, you know, great, but all in all, considering his first start against a real defense and, um, and everything he had going against him. Now, I'm not sure that uh, Carolina also didn't take their foot off the gas a little bit there in the second half, just kind of trying to play out the game thinking we weren't going to do anything. But, uh, but at the end when we, we scored, um, they were trying to get him. And he, he hung in there. He took the one hit when he threw the ball, and I thought maybe he was going to have to come out because it looked like he bounced his head off the – off the turf. And I thought, Oh boy, here we go. We're going to have a concussion, but he stayed in there and made more plays. I mean, he looked great. His touchdown pass, the second touchdown pass to Davis was outstanding. I mean, when you saw the replay and he had that ball out of his hands before Davis even turned and the DB couldn't get there in time because he was so quick with it. So from that standpoint, I, I, I do think there's a lot of hope, but you know, as, as we saw, you know, this team still has a lot of holes. There's a, there's a lot of growing to do. And we got hit by the injury bug some more. So, you know, our depth isn't great. So that, you know, is not going to help us. I didn't hear any update on Becton, but it sure didn't look good. I announced that so. I think I, it was, it's a sprain. I think either ACL or MCL. Nothing is no, no, sprain is better than tear. I mean, right. It still means he'll so, be out a bit, but he'll be out a bit. And I, and I, uh, suppose we might not see him now till after the bye week. I guess we have- very, very possible. You know, though, Fant, <laughs> Fant looked good. You know, for the most part, Fant looks like our best tackle right now. Fant looked no, good, and, uh, and again, I, I get on Mackay Beckton, uh, Ray. I, I don't think he looked good at all. No, he got the the smaller, quicker guys are too much for him. Even with his big wingspan, those guys were going around him so fast. I think he'll be fine if it's a bigger defensive end who, who's more of a power guy. He'll he'll handle those guys no problem. But if they're these guys that are smaller and faster, unless he develops better footwork, they're you know the one guy went to the outside and then came back the inside and got by him for a sack. Um, you know, it just seems like the smaller, quicker guys are too much for, for his size for him to handle. Um, Ray, I'm getting feedback at your end. Do you have something on in the back? Or do you oh, uh, yeah, hang on. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Do it. I, I want to talk about a couple of things. All right. And, and um, as far as the statistics, I mentioned uh, Zach Wilson. We literally had no uh, running game. Tevin Coleman was the leading rusher, nine carries, 24 yards. Ty Johnson had uh, four carries, 15 yards. Uh, Michael Carter had four carries, six yards. I, I think the longest run was by Ty Johnson. He had a nice 11-yard run. 
as far as the receiving end, Corey Davis had a great game. Five catches, 97 yards. He did have a drop. Two TDs. Uh, Braxton Barrios had five catches for 51 yards. Denzel Mims. Ray. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Nothing is being said. One big catch, though. <laughs> yeah, but th this is the type of game you want him in there. A guy that. Well, we're just going to have to. I mean. I have no idea. I mean, even the guys on TV said he wasn't listed as, you know, out or anything. And then finally he showed up on the field. So he wasn't hurt. You know, I don't know. I don't know if it was a discipline I, I, thing. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't think it's an on the field thing. I I don't know what the heck is going on, but Denzel Mims. If he, we need him if, on the field. If he wasn't on the field today with Crowder out and, uh, Keelan Cole's out. He's not going to get on the field the rest of the year. If those guys are back next week against the Patriots. Pathetic. It's just, I don't understand it. I don't know what the thinking is. I wish there was an explanation. I don't know what he did wrong. I really don't. When he's in well, there, he looks good. I'm, I'm assuming you'll hear, I can't imagine that won't be a question thrown at either Douglas or, or at Sala. And you'll hear something, whether and whether or not they'll go into much detail, who knows? But maybe it was a discipline thing. Maybe it was something else. I don't know. I didn't want like, uh, that. We didn't. Uh, I was hoping for more out of Elijah Moore too. So I got to tell you a funny story. I'll get to him in a second. Oh okay. uh, Tyler Croft had three catches, twenty-six yards. I thought he looked really good on the three catches. To be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Griffin had three catches, twenty-two yards. He looked good. Uh, Michael Carter had one catch, 14. He dropped the pass, too. Ty Johnson, one catch, 11 yards. Jeff Smith, no catches. He was only targeted once. Elijah Moore, I got to tell you, Ray. He had a bad drop. Uh, yeah. he. Uh, well, yeah, I thought he should have had that. Some people thought he, he maybe should. About three weeks ago, or was it a week ago, my son, Michael Shupak, called me up. He said, Dad, I'm in this fantasy draft. I'm drafting late. Is there anyone <laughs> you could just recommend? I said, well, I don't really know the Jets. I said, has Elijah Moore been drafted? He goes, no. Pick Elijah Moore. He's a good late-round pick. So he picked him. Now, today I told you they had that shower for his wife. So yeah. he, call, he calls me up about 15 minutes before on airtime. He said, Dad, how did Elijah Moore do? <laughs> <laughs> Jets rewind fair to Michael Shupak. He had one catch for minus three yards. Now, I'm going to tell you something about that catch. It was kind of like a he was doing a jet motion. But if you look yeah. closely, Mackay Becton, he fanned on blocking the guy on the outside. That was all up to him. It was a terrible play. And I, I still think he'll be good. He dropped that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That should have been in there. But I think he's going to be player. As far as defense, um, Marcus May, uh, five tackles, three assists. Brandon Eccles, five tackles. Shaq Lawson, three tackles. C.J. Mosley, two tackles, two assists. Adrian Colbert, a safety, two tackles, one assist. I, I think they put him in because this guy that Ralph likes, Sheldrick Redwine, yeah, think hurt. they benched him. No, he got hurt. Oh, he got hurt. Oh, okay. Yeah, Um they they announced it later in the game that he was he okay. was he was out for the rest of the game. Now, I I thought it was an ankle, but I could be wrong. Well, Adrian Colbert, I mean, they just brought him up from the from the uh, practice squad. Um, whatever. You hear me, okay, Ray? Yep. 
Okay. Uh, Foley Fatakasi, two tackles, one assist. John Franklin Myers, two tackles, one assist, a sack, and two tackles for a loss. And I'll just go down quickly. Uh, I'll tell you one player who I thought played really well. He had a wonderful tackle on McCaffrey. It was Javelin Guidry. I thought he looked good. I'll tell you who I thought he looked good. Then you tell me, Ray. Uh, I also thought that, um, what's his name? Uh, Carter, too, except for the touchdown, possible touchdown pass that Sam missed. That was his man. He should have had a touchdown. I thought he played really good, too. And except for, I don't know if the touchdown to Robbie Anderson was on Bryce Hall, because I don't know if there was a uh, uh, mix-up. I think so, because I think Bryce Hall's on the other side. But I, I I, yeah, I thought Bryce Hall played really well, and uh, yeah, all in all, I thought he did. I mean, I, I, you know, I think we got beat on a few plays, but uh, I, I, you know, I'm not expecting a lot out of our DBs. Everything, you know, like you say, Mark, Michael Carter had a great pass breakup early in the game. Yes, and uh, and that <laughs> me seeing anything like that it gives me hope that these guys have you know some ability and and uh, and you know. It's kind of like Salah said. This these guys are going to learn and, and develop by playing, not by watching other guys who they bring in. So, more or less, they're saying this year there is their development year. But you're going to do it on the field when it counts. You're not going to do it in practice and you know preseason. And so, there's going to be some struggles against you know teams that can throw better than this one. <laughs> yes. Yes. And Ray, there's no doubt if you had to pick an MVP today, it was Matt Amendola. Holy cow. <laughs> this guy, just think about it. Like four weeks ago, he didn't have a job. The Jets put him on their uh, team and he go he hits perfect in preseason. Then on the first, I guess it was the second, was the second punt of the game. Well. Technically, it was a third. The first one was really good, but there was a penalty. Then right, he kicked right. the next one, and, and that wasn't bad either, even though the, the announcer made it sound like it wasn't as good. The guy didn't have much of a kick. And then the third one's the one you're talking about. Well, I'm <laughs> saying Brandon Moore, Brandon Moore got uh, – Oh, well, yeah. He got he hurt. Got injured, yeah. And we, we thought it was going to be rough in the passer. But then uh, Matt Amendola comes in, and he does a yeoman's job Unbelievable. I mean, his first punt was like 57 yards. <laughs> it was, it was his, unbelievable. And then and, his next one was like 65. <laughs> and, and what was funny, uh, uh, fans, is that um, J uh, uh, Ray and I, our, our first thought when a man was out is like, who who's going to hold for the extra points? Remember, we didn't. Yeah, who did hold, by the way? I didn't even know, uh, you know. <laughs> I didn't even see that. I'm assuming it was probably one of the quarterbacks, uh, White. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing it was it was White. Yeah, I'm yeah. guessing it was uh, it was White. I I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. But uh, kudos to Matt Amendola. A couple of things, Ray. Uh, I just want to go over. I mentioned Beckton, uh, Denzel Mims. We don't know what's going on. Uh, do you think they should have started the hurry up offense a little earlier? You know, no, I don't. I don't know that this team's prepared to do anything like that. And I, there was time. I mean, it's just that they uh, they didn't uh, get down to score and they gave up that field goal, which kind of 
hurt. Oh, by the way, they didn't, uh, there was no holder. We went for two on both touchdowns. So <laughs> we didn't need a holder this week. Right. So oh, that's right. That's <laughs> Ray, I'll make, I'll make, I'll soften the blow to you. I just came, I just looking in the uh, Patriots law 1716. Ooh, good. So that, that'll make it. I saw they were uh, down, but I didn't know if, I wonder if they must've just got two, either they missed an extra point or they just got two field, goals. two field goals. Yeah. So well, I was watching the KC uh, Cleveland game before I came on here and that was pretty exciting. That's a great game. Yeah. That was a, a great game. And I'll, 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 uh, I'll get that as we're talking. All right. Now I want to ask you also, and again, I'm, I don't make like I'm an offensive coordinator. I asked you about the hurry up because I'm always impatient when my team's losing. But do you think that uh, they could use a moving pocket with Zach Wilson? Well, that was one of the things I think I messaged to you during the game was, you know, what's how about a screen pass or how about a rollout and, you know, get him outside the pocket because he's so good at throwing on the run. Why not, you know, have him on the move a little bit to get away from this pass rush. I mean, it'd be one thing if they were protecting him, but he was, you know, that looked so familiar that first half. I mean, literally he was catching the, the, the snap when he was in the shotgun, he's catching the snap and the guy is halfway to him before he's had a second, you know? So I was like, Jesus, I thought we were going to be a little bit better than this, this year. So to me, it was like, well, try a little, try a draw play, try a, screen pass roll them out you know and you know that's kind of what he did on the two-point conversion he faked to the inside the guy bit on it and off he ran right around the end but I mean right. I didn't even mean to get him out running I just meant get him out of the pocket where he might be able to you know get a throw off without being under pressure but yeah. so um, yeah Ray this guy I, I gotta tell you this Christian McCaffrey oh that guy, what a player he is. If he's not playing this game, we win the game. I mean, well, yeah, it's a lot closer. Let's put it that way. He, I mean, he was, they said they were going to, you know, ease him into it because uh, last year he only played three games and they said he's been injured. So we're not, we're going to kind of use him sparingly and save him for the end of the year. So he's fresh. And I think he, I think every play, the first six plays went to him. <laughs> and it, it didn't really stop. I mean, let me just give you something on this Christian McCaffrey 21 carries, 98 yards, pass receiving. Listen to this. Oh, yeah. Nine receptions, 89 yards, but he was targeted nine times. So Sam Darnold hit him 100% of the time every time he was targeted, which is unbelievable. And, and while uh -huh. I'm on the Panthers page, Sam Darnold was 24 for 35. 279 yards and one TD. And one thing I want to mention, we had a show uh, three weeks ago or one of the first shows of the summer. And I had said, and we were talking about it, that after the first game when they play Carolina, there's going to be so much overreaction. Like, oh, we should have kept Sam Darnold. They got all the draft picks. Oh, Zach Wilson's not that good. I want oh, yeah. Yeah, I just, I just want to state right now, watching this kid play, and look, I might be jumping the gun, but I would not trade him even up for Sam Darnold, Trevor no. Lawrence, no. or even Mac Jones, though that's a question mark. But don't, after seeing what I saw, 
and I he'll learn from it. You'll see. And on some of those sacks and scrambles, he was surrounded by two or three guys. If you're surrounded by one guy, he looks like the type of athlete, Ray. One player cannot get him down. He just runs around him. He's such He's a good athlete. So quick. You know, he, he probably could have been a running back like McCaffrey with the way he, he can move around and make guys miss him. I mean, that's kind of how McCaffrey was when he got a hold of the ball. He just slashed and before you know it, he was through the line. And, but uh, I think, you know, I have no reason to believe Zach's not going to progress, but the Jets have to progress as well. They have to either come up with some some schemes to get them away from pressure or they have to, you know, get better as an offensive line. But uh, I wouldn't try, I wouldn't trade them for Mac Jones either, by the way. And I've said this about every time I have the chance, Mac Jones is good for where he is on this team with the, that kind of pressure Zach was facing. Mac Jones would have been crushed today. Same with Sam. Sam would have been the same old Sam, which Sam looked good, but he missed a couple of touchdown passes, or this could have been a blowout by halftime. Uh, he had a couple guys yeah. open, and he, and he missed them. Um, but he still, even with that, he had like 130 rating at halftime, QB rating, and uh, 230 yards or something like that at halftime. So second half, the defense really kind of showed up for the Jets, which, which kept this game interesting. Ray, you know, it's funny about Sam. It's still, when he's in the red zone, it's just, he doesn't exude like a lot of, or to me, like he has a lot of confidence to score. I mean, on that fourth and one, he like botched the handoff. He hit the lead blocker by mistake. Yeah, the lead blocker hit him. He, he hit the lead, whatever. As the guy went by. That, that's the, I don't, that's never, I never see it done by some of these great quarterbacks. Oh, and you know, it's happened. Look, we had a we had a butt fumble with, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, but um, yeah. you know, I think I think a little bit. You, you know, this is that was his first game, real game, and the first time he's been able to actually sit back there and kind of be comfortable. I, you know, I'd be interested to see if, if how he is later in the year. I, I know what you mean, but he, I think he is. He got so beat up with the Jets that yes. I think he's, you know, some of that is hangover from that. Right. And, and it'll take him some time to settle down. And unless something is done right away, Zach is getting beat up too. I'll say this though. And I just want to mention one thing about Sam and move on comparing Zach's second touchdown pass was similar to the pass that Sam threw that he yes. missed the receiver. Missed badly. And he missed badly, and he was open. It just shows you the difference in quarterbacks. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But well, you also saw that quick release, too. That, yes. that By the time Sam threw it, if that was the other play that Zach made, the guy would have had a time to defend it, maybe even pick it off. But Zach had that ball out so fast. And if you watch, if you get a chance to see the replay, they, uh, Corey Davis isn't even turned yet. When, when the ball is in the air. Right. So he's, he's already on the same page with them. Those two have, have really connected. Now, if he could just connect with either Keelan Cole and, and Mims, and if Elijah Moore can kind of start doing some of the stuff he did in camp, because I really, I was really disappointed in Elijah Moore today. Not, you know, not in disappointed in the sense that he, he wasn't 
any good. Just that I expected, I expected more out of him. I really expect more going down the road. Hold on. Yeah, I I think that you're going to see a lot coming out of Elijah Moore. Um, even though he he didn't he caught that one pass, he dropped the one pass. Now, the one thing I want to mention too to be positive to come out of this game is we saw things that we didn't see Todd Bowles do, we didn't see Adam Gase do, but. What I'm talking about is we saw adjustments being made on both the offense and the defense. If you, if you looked, you saw a Mike LaFour in the second half. What did you get, pizza, Ray? I have car issues. <laughs> My warranty ran out. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, anyway. My guy came by for the car. Anyway. Right. I'm just talking about how um, the Jets made adjustments in the second half, which was good to see which we never saw with Todd Bowles and Adam Gase. And I have a lot more confidence in a Michael LaFleur offense right now than I did in Adam Gase. And also the defense. Oh, by the way, go back to the offense. I thought one of the things they did, even though they were behind, he started throwing, if you notice, the second half to the tight ends. I think that's where they made five of the six catches. I could be wrong. And I'm saying to myself, why are they going for these short passes? But on most of them, they were getting first downs. And I guess that opened up a couple of the long passes, I guess, to um, Corey Davis and the one pass to Mims. So yeah. Mike LaFleur, it looks like he knows what he do, he's doing. Now, as far as is there anything you didn't like about the coaching staff, the one thing I'll say, even though they are going in the right direction, I thought there was a little too many smiles at the end after a loss. I thought it should have been a little more solemn or whatever. I thought maybe they were looking at it as kind of like, you know, we did pretty good in the second half. I want to see, I want to see my team to be upset when they lose a game, whether it's by 40 points or whether it's by one points. And I don't think I saw enough of that. So we're going to see how they, they bounce back. We have the Patriots next week, Ray, and the, they're own one and so are the Jets. So uh, anything, any, did anything bother you about the coaching staff? I didn't like uh, Lafleur's play calling the first, most of the first half. I thought it was, he just kept trying to run it right up, up the middle and, and everything. And, and it just wasn't there. And I just didn't, I thought he called a much better game in the second half. Um, and once again, you know, fourth and one and we don't even you know come close to getting a, a first down I don't mind that he went for it but I was like even when we're saying I was like please don't run it up the middle please just do something to try and get the first down without run without trying to just show. we did get the first one on third and one we got it barely the second one was when it was fourth down and they went for it and it got stuffed so I didn't like that um I don't you know, I'm not upset that they I mean Honestly, they they kept the game close. I didn't mind the smiles after. I mean, I think some of the smiles were that they were congratulating Sam and and because a lot of those guys are his buddies and stuff. But you know, all in all, you know, it it was a decent first game, all things considered. It, it wasn't uh, it wasn't what I expected, especially in the first half. Um, I had hoped for more out of our offense. 
like I said, if Sam doesn't miss those two touchdown passes, it's a blowout at halftime. So, you know, luckily it stayed close enough that we could make the game interesting in the second half. And, um, but you know, I'm going to now, now the, uh, the defensive genius comes to town and we're going to see if, uh, see if there are any ghosts for uh, Zach, because, uh, you know, Belichick's going to play with his head. And, and, he, and he has an incredible record uh, against rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. A yeah. couple of stats. And also after a loss. <laughs> yeah, a couple of stats that were just uh, texted to me from Next Generation Stats is that Zach Wilson became the first Jet quarterback since Geno Smith to throw for 250 yards in the, op- in the opener. Geno Smith did it for 256 yards. In 2013, Zach Wilson did 259. Also, Zach Wilson, when he had more than 2.5 seconds to throw, he started at 1 for 11, 35 yards, an interception, and he finished 8 for 9 for 153 yards. So, Ray, when they say the game slows down for a rookie, if if it slowed down from the first half to the second half, that is that's an incredible jump, and it and it's it's really good for the future. Well, it very well may have slowed down in the second half. You know, you get that break at halftime and they can kind of settle them down and talk to them and, and make some changes that'll help them out. I think they did that too. So I think they, you know, did things to make him feel a little more comfortable. Um, and, you know, you say about the guy's smile, but there were a few times Zach came off the field and I could see, I, I could see, read his lips a little bit and he was saying some things and he wasn't too happy, maybe with himself, maybe just in general, I don't know, but and that's what I kind of liked. He wasn't, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't, he didn't look like a deer in the headlights in that second half. He looked like a guy who expected more either out of the team or out of himself or both. And uh, I think the game did slow down a little bit. And I think, uh, I think they'll expand the playbook a little and, and uh, let him do some more stuff as we go down the road here. Yeah. And in close, I just want to say from, from me, look, Again, I'm never happy with my when my team loses because Monday's always going to be a tough day for me. It just is. I'm still a working guy, and it just yeah. me. But um, there's just something different about the way they lost. I can't explain it. I mean, the way well, they were gritty that second half, and the way that Zach Wilson looked, it was like they did it with some sort of tenacity, not giving up. So I think even let's see how they do this week. Even if they lose to the Patriots, I, I really think long term they're in the right direction. They've got to draft the right players. They got to draft offensive linemen. And uh, Ray, do you want to say anything before we close this out? Uh, yeah, I, I felt the same way. I mean, if the game had continued the way it did up to halftime, if if the game had gone that way the whole game, I'd be really bothered and upset with you know with what they did and how they played. But the second half, they, the defense, you know, all these new guys, it's going to take some time. But I I said before, you know, where I want to see improvement is as the year goes along. So just improving from the first half to the second half to me was a positive. Now, uh, hopefully, you know, next week, maybe they can play more of a complete game, win or lose. I'd just like to see them play a more complete game next week and go from there. Ray, I just wish they had activated Josh Adams. I would love to see how he did against these guys. 
I think they could have used him. They could have used him because he breaks tackles. He's a he's a favorite of the Jets rewind um, all the hosts. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for Ray Clifford, who's out in uh, Marysville, Ohio, uh, soon to be. We'll be getting a visitor in a few weeks. And I'm Marty Shupak. I'm in Valley Cottage, New York. Our next broadcast will be later this week when we do the uh, New England Patriot preview show. So until next time. <laughs>